Gel electrophoresis is a very common and routine technique that uh, molecular geneticists will use to actually look at copies of DNA. So we're going to run through this uh, USDA-funded animation developed by the University of Nebraska and get an idea of how electrophoresis works. Uh, gel electrophoresis, as the name implies, we're going to use electricity to move DNA, and we have to make a gel matrix that's really a lot like making a jello okay so so uh, we could kind of get an idea yeah it's this this gel is this clear uh, component that's in a in a mold uh, once it's made you can carefully load your samples in there so we're gonna let the animation kind of visualize this process so when scientists look at a gel, they always look at it from the top, but we're going to also look at it from the side so we can see how the gel matrix actually helps us separate DNA molecules based on how they move through the gel. All right, so let's see here. We've got some choices. Uh, we've got a sample that's just got one uh, length of DNA. Let's, let's try sample B. It's got two different lengths of DNA. So these would be... Uh, samples of DNA that we've got copies of using the polymerase chain reaction or PCR technique. Um, this particular sample may have also been treated with a restriction enzyme that will cut the DNA if a specific sequence is available. The key is we've got a sample that's got two different lengths of DNA. And so we want to understand how the gel works to allow us to visualize that that's what we've got in our sample. So we carefully type it out our sample, put it in the, the little well that was left behind when we removed a comb, okay, in our electrophoresis. So now we've got all of our DNA loaded in this well, and we want the DNA to move. DNA has a negative charge, and so if we can put it up to the current, it'll move towards the positive pole. All right, so the animator helped us visualize this gel matrix. It's mostly water. When you make jello, it's mostly water, a little bit of powder and sugar. And so these dark gray uh, would be the gel, the agarose gel particles. But most of it is the matrix, the space in between. And since it's uh, made with water, these are full of water. And then we have water in the tank to conduct electricity. So now let's see what happens as we let the DNA move in response to the current. Okay, as, as the DNA moves, what's happening here? Let's see, if, let's go back and watch that again. So DNA moves, the bigger fragments aren't moving as fast as the smaller fragments, okay? The bigger fragments just have, have a harder time moving around the different agarose particles. The smaller fragments can move faster. And since we have lots of copies, when we look at it from the top, we look through the gel and see lots of copies that are smaller. They've moved faster through the gel than the larger uh, copies. Lots of copies of the larger fragment form a band that hasn't moved as far from the well. All right, so that's how electrophoresis works. What if we had a sample that was just one size fragment? So let's run sample A and see, what, see if you're thinking uh, goes along with what we are, if you would predict the right thing. We pull out our sample, all bigger fragments, load it in our gel, 
hook up the power. And again, the bigger fragments move through the matrix, but the bigger fragments don't move as fast as smaller fragments. But since they're all the same size, they move at about the same rate. If we have lots and lots of these copies, when we look at the top of the gel, we'll just see one band. Okay, that's how electrophoresis works. That's how scientists can look at the, the copies of the DNA that they've made with PCR and by Comparing different samples, you can get an idea of the similarities at this at the DNA sequence level uh, between your different samples. Okay, so it's a pretty powerful technique that allows scientists to look at DNA.